Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope that this recording finds you happy and healthy and having worked through some of the matters of the heart as we're still dealing with heart chakra um, healings. I wanted to remind you that in the morning, when you wake up if you've just had a bad dream and it's related to someone slighting you or saying something that hurt your heart or a memory of a love that was lost or a person that you loved very much who has passed away all these dreams of uh, things that hurt you on a heart level if you have a dream about it right before you wake up that's a venting dream and that means that your subconscious mind and your heart is ready to let go of that emotion so be grateful when you have a nightmare or a bad dream or a dream that makes you cry it means that you're ready to let go of that so you can move forward it's not a bad thing It's just your subconscious mind's way of letting you know that you're healing. You're getting through it. So don't take it back into your body and accept it as your new reality or your future coming. You know, it's just a venting dream. Most of your dreams in the morning will be a venting dream. And if you didn't sleep the full you know, seven or eight hours that you're used to, say you only slept four or five hours, then you come home from work or whatever and you take a nap, your nap will be filled with venting dreams. And also if you haven't, if you've smoked pot every day for like a couple of weeks and then you stop for a day or two, all your dreams will be venting dreams. <laughs> so please don't do that. Give yourself a break. <laughs> um... But I just wanted to bring that up. I mean, this morning I had a venting dream, and I don't even remember the venting dream. But I remember waking up going, oh, thank God, venting that out. But before my venting dreams, I had a dream about this white horse. And this is the second night I've had this dream. And I discovered I have been astrally traveling to heaven where... I have adopted a a pet horse, a white horse, and he looks like a pegasus or a unicorn, but without the horns or the wings, (laughs) or horn or wings, he's just a white horse, but he's so pure and white and he's fluffy and really soft to the touch, and 
I just like spend hours hugging him and telling him I love him and taking care of him, feeding him hay. And I built his barn and it's like such a strange dream though, because a lot of people like grow up their whole lives, loving horses and wanting horses. And I always loved horses, but not to the extent like my cousin had an obsession with horses and you know, I love all animals. So for me, it's like, I love all animals pretty equally. So it was just strange. I have this horse. Uh, I've had other dreams where I've been approached by a white buffalo and I've been approached by a, a white wolf. And I had a dream that my friend and I share a house in heaven. So sometimes we live together. Sometimes we, even though we're both alive right now, we'll visit heaven so we could be together. And he brought home a white eagle in one of my dreams. So I don't know all the white animals. It's so strange. But now I have this white horse, just pure white horse. So I don't know what it means. He's not a spirit animal. That's not one of my totems. But we're spending a lot of time together. And I just feel like so much love pouring into my heart from him. So I don't know. I feel like maybe he's helping my heart a little bit. So have you guys had strange dreams or, or wonderful dreams about something that isn't normal for you to dream about or to think about in your waking life like that? Um, you know, we still have a couple more days of this heart healing process to go through. And uh, I don't know. If you do have a dream like that, you'll know. If you feel a great deal of love, and beauty and joy from the dream, then it's a message from heaven, or maybe you astrally projected to heaven or somewhere else. But I think that we're getting a lot of love and a lot of, um, a lot of energy pouring our way to help us heal all of our heart related things. And it's a good thing. It's, it's, it's awesome. I wanted to let you guys know that we are on the Ascension scale or Ascension symptom scale. We are at 99 still tons of energy pouring in our way. I slept most of the day. I couldn't sleep until seven in the morning because several nights in a row I had to wake up at seven in the morning to give my son his pill. I knew I'm not a morning person, so I, I would have slept through the alarm, so I'd stayed up all night long. He took his pills for five days, and now I can't get to sleep before 7 a.m. <laughs> but at least I didn't have to get up. You know, every eight hours around the clock, I had to give him a pill, and then 15 minutes later, I had to get up again, so six times a day um, to remind him to take his pill and thank God he's done. He's feeling better. I'm still kind of wiped out because of the schedule being really off, but I feel better too. I'm grateful for it, but I've been going through all these, uh, emotional heart things. And I know you guys are doing the same cleanse because it's a worldwide collective consciousness cleanse of our heart chakras. And it's just, preparing us to let go of the 3d world completely let go of the the linear thinking completely we're going into the fifth dimension now or we are in the fifth dimension we're going higher up into it 
and we got to cleanse the layers, you know. If you have anything muddying up <laughs> your aura or your chakras, it's going to drag you down. And we don't need more any more tethers to the third dimension anymore. We're moving up, up, up. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. <laughs> My dream of a white horse. I mean, I'm just hugging him so much. He's hugging me so much. He's wrapping his giant head around me. And it's like, oh. So I've had dreams about polar bears too. I don't know what it is with that. I don't know. I think white though it does symbolize the color of the rainbow every light in a rainbow when combined completely is white a white light it's the is in terms of light it's a color that contains all colors and black is the absence of all color as far as light is concerned you know if you're ever going to light a stage and you do a red light and a blue light and a yellow light it will kind of come out as like a white light if it's the right hue <laughs> so I don't know I know it has something to do with everybody all the rainbow energy that we've been given and then a horse is also um, means like loyal companion faithful companion uh, pure love pure heart also um, sturdiness and strength and ability to work hard so I don't know I mean that was just a strange one for me I keep getting 333-222-111-122 yesterday was 733 <laughs> so I keep getting these numbers as well so Keep track of your numbers. Look them up on the Angel Numbers app that I told you about. Um, there is a book by Doreen Virtue. She has the numbers 0 through 999. It's a little tiny book, but it's very thick. It's kind of heavy for being such a small book, but it's pink. I don't know if they still sell it. She's so suddenly against everything she ever wrote. But she had like this midlife crisis or turnaround or something and now she's just against all of her stuff and she's trying to get all of her books and cards taken out of all the libraries and she says it's quote unquote unfortunate that anyone still sells her stuff so I don't know it's almost like she's a walk-in <laughs> our, our beloved Doreen Virtue left and now she's like a puritanical walk-in I don't know it's so insane I don't know what happened to her but I don't know but her book was what I used constantly and I don't have it with me when I started traveling to South America it was so heavy I left it behind so the Angel Numbers app is pretty good and I use that so if you guys are coming across numbers like that just look it up and see and speaking of numbers I got some numbers for you as far as the Shimon resonance is concerned at 9.30 UTC time they said another day of significant activity today it started at 5 UTC with the first peak at 21 hertz then quickly increased to what for now is the most powerful at 64 hertz frequency at 7 a.m. UTC time oh I guess it won't be 7 a.m. because 
it started at five. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. No, they do mean it. Yeah, they do mean 7 a.m. Sorry. Okay, since then, the amplitude has continued to vary between 38 and 60 hertz. So basically, for the morning, it was mostly between 38 and 60, but it did reach 64. It started from nothing all the way up to 21. And then at 5 o'clock or 17 o'clock UTC time, it says, Today's activity lasted 6 hours from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. UTC time with a maximum peak at 60 hertz reported previously. See, but then reported... I think they're slipping. They reported 64. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I think the scientists need to rest. So anyway, it says maximum peak of 60, we'll say 64 hertz, because that's what they reported previously. After this period of time, there was another short isolated peak that reached 20 hertz at 1430 UTC. All right, this has just been a super complicated Schumann resonance report. Sorry about that, guys. The actual number that it reached the highest does say 64 here on another part of the page. So, I don't know. As you know, 40 hertz is the, is the fifth dimension. So, I know we're here. <laughs> Are we here yet? Yes, we're here. Are we anchored in yet? No, we're still working on that. <laughs> All right. I am just going to go right on into um, tonight's topic because I am I am still feeling a little bit out of it, and I do need a lot of rest. I'm going to probably just try to go to bed super early, get back on a decent schedule. My mind thinks better when I'm on a better schedule. <laughs> Uh, anyway please let this following message play out while you get prepared go get go grab a notebook and a pen because I'm gonna talk to you today about numerology I'm gonna talk about the normal stuff that you may or may not be familiar with and then we're going to get into some things you might not know about That would include your personal year, the world year, which you may or may not know about, but also your age digit number and your karmic debt number. Those are a little less common, but we're going to go about figuring all of them out tonight. So be prepared to do a little bit of easy math, easy math. (laughs) You'll find no quadratic formula equations here, folks. Only easy math. (laughs) But go grab a piece of paper and a pen or notebook because you're going to want to take notes and figure out all of your numerology. And this will help you understand yourself better, your life better, and why you might not get along with some people because we're also going to cover toxic numbers when we come right back. (music) 
We're talking numbers today. That's right, numerology. I think that numerology is really fascinating. It is the occult study of how the world affects us in vibratory terms. By occult, I mean hidden. The word occult literally means hidden. Even though it's it's hidden in plain sight, we're not always aware of how numbers affect us. So we have our personal set of numbers that pertain to us in various aspects of our life and personality and our attitude. And then we have the month number. We have the day number, the month number, the world number for the year, world year number. And then there's numbers in our everyday lives outside of that, such as what does your phone number add up to? What does your address add up to? When you break down the name of your country, your, your state or province, your city, the name of your street, numbers are all around us and we have a tendency to just pick whatever and then later we'll find out, oh, there's a vibration of that. Wow. No wonder it wasn't working out. That's a toxic number to me. Or we might say, oh, well, no wonder. Ever since I got that phone number, I have had nothing but luck. (laughs) So it's important to sit down one day and kind of go through all the numbers in your life and see how they're affecting you. Or are they affecting you? And how can you fix it? I I have a, a fun fix to get money more into your life. I have a fun fix for um, changing your address without changing your address, just to change the vibration and energy of it. So we're going to go through all of that tonight. The first things first is the world number. How do you get the world year number? Well, this is the year 2019. So you write 2019 down on the page and then you break it down by saying two plus zero plus one plus nine. And you add that up, which it adds up to 21. Well, because it's not a master number, we have to break that down further. So two plus one equals three so right now we're in a three year and according to Glennis McCants who is absolutely incredible I owned her book (laughs) it was in my storage I don't have any more but Glennis has your number is the name of her book she also has another book called love by the numbers I highly recommend anything by Glennis McCants. You can follow her on Facebook and Twitter. You could get her newsletter sent to you by going to GlennisHasYourNumber.com. And I'm going to spell her name. It's a little tricky. It's G-L-Y-N-I-S. Again, that's G-L-Y-N-I-S. And her last name is McCants, M-C, capital C, A-N-T-S. 
So Glennis McCants is really famous the world over now because she really understands numerology. And one of her teachers is Hans Dekos. And his name is spelled H-A-N-S-D-E-C-O-Z. And he himself also is extremely famous. His website is worldnumerology.com. And I highly recommend it. And I highly recommend glennishasyournumber.com. I found another website that I was pretty impressed with. It was numerologyworks.com. Numerologyworks.com. So, and I got some information on that one that was very interesting. So, just for your future reference, you can go do a lot more research on your own about this stuff. But this is what... Uh, Glennis McCants has to say about living through a year that is a world year of three. Three represents communication and the need to speak out. And if you, so if people are happy, you're going to hear about it. If people are unhappy, you're going to hear about it. (laughs) So something she wanted to make certain when she was interviewed by the whole lifetimes in Los Angeles. And she said, there are some patterns that are worth mentioning during three years. We have basically lived through things that happened and changed the world forever. In 2001 is when nine 11 happened that changed the world forever. In 1929, that was a world year of three, and that's when the Great Depression occurred. So, because some major things have happened during three world years, she believes that this year we are going to learn a big lesson. (laughs) And she thinks it's going to be political, and I kind of agree. But she also said there will be fluctuations in the stock market as well. I've noticed it. I've noticed that a little bit. There's been some wild fluctuations in the stock market. High highs, low lows, winning money one day, losing money the next. That's also happened with uh, Bitcoin. You know, it goes way, way up then way, way down. But she does believe that there will be good news that comes out of all of this that we will start to realize this year that life is not about making money. It's about families and getting along with people. It's about uplifting and motivating people and improving communities so that we can have a stronger people, no matter where our people are. So she also believes that we're going to start trying to step up as far as uh, fixing what has caused global warming, trying to fix what's caused all the uh, fires and floods and hurricanes and all the things that we have been exacerbating pollution and whatever. So The good news is about living in a three-year 
you know, in spite of all the monetary stuff is three is a vibration that encourages a good sense of humor and lots of laughing. (laughs) Yay for me. I love to laugh. (laughs) And a world number of three does encourage your own creativity. So if you found yourself being interested in painting more, drawing, or just any kind of creativity, writing, learning how to rap so you can write your own rap songs, whatever it is, this is a very creative year. This is a way to create the life of your dreams. So if you've ever wanted to start something like your own company, for me, I am uh, my life path number. I am a three. I'm living in a a three year. For me, it's totally comfortable. I started my podcast again. It's perfect. It just kind of all came together. I started it on the 3rd of January. (laughs) I didn't even notice that until right this very second. So pretty interesting. So... We are currently in the month of May. So the world year is three. And the year, I mean the month, world month year is five because we are in the month of May. And since it's the fifth month, we don't break down the name of May because we already know it's the fifth month and that's the five vibration. And this vibration, according to Glennis McCants, is about finding ways to just seize the day. This is a perfect month to take a a quick trip, enjoy beauty, any place you've always wanted to visit that's just like for a day or two. This is a really good time to do that, especially if you want to go release toxins, go to a spa, um, that kind of thing. It's, It's just like for purification and cleansing. It is a number of pampering yourself and to get rid of excess drama and chaos and don't allow anything external outside of your own person to interfere with who you are and don't allow it to interfere with your happiness because your happiness should always be inside of you. So the number five is an exuberant energy and it, attracts interference so you have to be careful for that but on the other flip side of that coin is if you don't allow the interference to bombard you it's actually a number of balance because it's right in the very middle between zero and nine it's like right there in the middle so According to Glennis McCant, she says, if there is a situation in your life that you feel you're in the dark about, the light will shine brightly this month so you can figure it out. You will finally understand what is really going on. So this is a month for you to make yourself a priority. We have six more days to the month. Whoa, sorry, seven, seven more days to the month. And... You've got time. You've got a week, right? So to increase prosperity this month, your affirmation, according to Glennis McCants, would be, I'm a magnet for prosperity and abundance flows to me wherever I go. I am a magnet for prosperity and abundance flows to me wherever I go. 
for spiritual uh, reasons, for your spirituality. She says, divine joy is within me. I release all doubts about the future and accept my happiness now. That's what five is about. Finding that balance. For your health, it says, I release all negative thoughts and embrace the vibrant health that is within me now. So that is how you do the month year. So basically in June, it'll be the month or not month year. I'm sorry, month number. So June will be the month number of six. And when we break it down further, as far as the world is concerned, like for example, today is the 23rd in which I'm recording this. At least in California, it's the 23rd. I'm in the 24th here in Ecuador, but according to Pacific Standard Time or Pacific Daylight Time, uh, it is the 23rd still. So two plus three equals five. So it's a good day to take care of yourself, get extra rest, take the Epsom salt bath you've been needing. <laughs> Elena, <laughs> I tell myself just as much as I tell you guys. <laughs> So what about after we look at the year, the month, and the day, then you look at your person. So your life path, what you're supposed to be doing in your life, your birth path number, you write down the month you were born, the day you were born, and the year you were born, and you add it all up together. So if you were born on January 1st in the year 2000, your number would be one plus one plus 2000 and that ends up being 2002 and then two plus zero plus zero plus two equals four and now you know your life path number is a four so if you want to pause the recording you can go ahead and pause it and figure out your life path number okay great so you also have a birthday number and your birthday number is basically just looking at the day you're born. I was born on the 25th, so that's two plus five, which gives me a seven, which means my birthday number, I'm seven, which is <laughs> kind of a toxic number to my life path being a three. <laughs> It's kind of weird, but it's just, it's my chart. I'm always contradicting myself. <laughs> attitude number. After you figured out your birthday, which is relatively easy, your attitude number is calculated by looking at the month you were born, the number of the month you were born, and the day you were born and adding all that up. So when I add mine up, it ends up being 33 which is like, woohoo, I'm a master number, but not really because master numbers are calculated when you use your month, your day, and your year. So unfortunately, I'm not a 33 master number with that. That would have been cool, even though I fit part of the description of it, but not, maybe not 100%. <laughs> not from a numerological standpoint, I do not. But if you, uh, if you're, life path number adds up to an 11 a 22 or a 33 those are master numbers and you can look those up 
separately to find out what they mean. Glennis McCants writes in her book, Glennis has your number. Um, she writes about the master numbers of 11 and 22. And in her book, Love by the Numbers, she does write extensively about the number 33. And she does say that Hans Decoz has some really keen insights as to master numbers. So you're going to want to look at his stuff. Okay. So the next number we want to look at is your destiny number. And this one gets a little confusing for me personally. If you're in the same situation as me, this also might be confusing for you. But I'm going to tell so the normal person out there, this is how you do it. You look at your original birth certificate, the way your name was spelled, even if it was misspelled. Look at your original birth certificate. Your destiny number is all the letters in your name. Okay. And you add them all up and you break it down to a single digit. So, how do you do that? On your piece of paper or notebook that I told you about to go get, hopefully you've gotten it, (laughs) you just write the numbers um, vertically. So you write one and then the next line two and the next line three. Just write one through nine. Near the one, you're going to write A. Near the B, you write two. Yeah, yeah, right. B, okay, I'm sorry. See? Super confusing for me. All right. You write one through nine, and then near the one, you write A. Two, you write B. C, you write, I mean, three, you write C. And four would be D. Five would be E. So you keep going all the way down until you get to nine. And so all A through I will be one through nine. And then after I, you go back up to the one, and that's a J. And then you put J through R next to the next to the first uh, letters, and then you come back up to A and you put S, and you keep going until you run out of the alphabet, basically. If you've done this correctly, my name Fox, you will discover, is six six six. I know, I know, I know, right? Six six six. But Fox is 666, and if you've done it right, now you know that (laughs) that's how you know. So for um, B, you should have, or I mean for 2, you should have BTK. For A, you should have AJS. For um, 9 is I and R. For 4 is DMV. I know. Department of Motor Vehicles. 444. That's literally the opposite of all of my numbers. <laughs> so the DMV is so toxic for me. I don't even know I'm a car anymore. I don't even live in the U.S. anymore. That's not why, but. <laughs> so now that you have all these things, you convert your whole name. Now to make it a little bit easier on yourself, I suggest that you take all the vowels, A-E-I-O-U, all the vowels in your name, you're going to want to put a little tick mark above each of those above your name and then write the numerical value of those. 
And then below those, you want to do all the consonants, all the letters that are not A-E-I-O-U. Now, why is an exception number and why, if it has been used like a vowel sound in your name, in the case of Danny or Manny or Fanny, (laughs) that's considered a vowel and you count it as a vowel. However, if your name is Yolanda, then it is considered a consonant. The letter Y is a magical, could be a, it depends on how it's used. Because it's not used as a vowel sound, it's used in the word Yolanda or Yancey, it's uh, considered to be a consonant. All right, so once you get all the numbers and all the letters and how they correspond, to find your destiny number, you add up all the letters in your name. And you get a number and then you break that number down by adding all those numbers in that number. And then you break that down further by adding those numbers until you come up with a one through a nine, a single digit. Now to find your soul urge number or your soul number, that's all the vowels in your name. To find your personality number, you add up all the consonants in your name only. Again, vowels, A-E-I-O-U, and sometimes Y, depending on how it's used in your name. All right. So I'm going to go over what do these numbers mean. According to Glennis McCants, because I love her explanation so she has a little bit so like if you are a life path number okay we're just gonna go over the life path numbers one through nine and the numbers have meanings according to what number you're looking at life path birthday attitude destiny soul number personality number it changes just ever so slightly but it's all pretty much the same vibration the same energy so if you're a one, you're going to be self-motivated, independent, hardworking. You have to be number one or else you're not going to feel good about yourself. You're very critical of yourself, which makes you in turn critical of others. You have to be number one. So when you have had a personal victory, you radiate with joy. When you are working you tend to be a multitasker you'll be very very busy you don't tolerate laziness and people around you you will not spend time with people who are not like you because they will irritate you so you have to be uh, constantly on the go you're an exerciser you get out of your head to relax by exercising And you have project after project after project after project. That's who you are. Almost like a type A personality. And um, A is a one, isn't it? So (laughs) now if you're a two, you're going to make a great mediator. You love peace. You're very loyal. 
you want to always like kind of be in a couple. Twos love to be coupled up. Um, if someone is a two and they say they love you, count on it because they actually do. They welcome companionship. They want to share their lives with someone special. They don't feel complete unless they're in a relationship. Now, they will become the terrible twos if you're, they're feeling threatened or pushed against the wall, according to Glennis McCants. But usually they'll do everything they can to avoid conflict because they really hate conflict. Now, threes, yay, that's me. <laughs> oh, God, this is great. <laughs> Totally me to the T. Threes communicate in all areas. You'll find threes are writers, radio broadcasters, podcasters, actors, singers, performers, and counselors. I'm all the above. Okay, singer, not so much. Everything else, yes. <laughs> they are natural comedians. Woohoo! But if they do not use their creative energy, they will feel manic and unhappy oh my good god is that ever right glennis is absolutely 100 <laughs> percent threes tend to exaggerate the truth because it makes for a better story oh you guys have probably noticed that about me right i try really hard to work within the facts but sometimes i'll exaggerate something and then i'll laugh about it and i'll tell you guys the truth later <laughs> if i catch myself exaggerating too much <laughs> So threes are known for their trademark smiles, bright eyes, and pleasing voices. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so embarrassed right now. I'm blushing. I'm glad this is radio. Okay, that is what you'll find in threes. Fours. Now fours, they seek security. Home is their haven. They're intensely cerebral, very mental. And they always have to find ways to calm down for their minds to be calm. They tend to overthink everything and great ideas will live and die in their heads and nothing ever actually gets done with a four. They like to be organized. Everything is constantly put in their proper place. If the home environment appears sloppy and unkempt, that is a very good sign that a four life path person is not doing well at all. All right, and on to the fives. Fives will seek freedom, fun, and adventure. If they do not live the adventure, their lives will become way too dramatic. <laughs> they are natural detectives and celebrators of life. Their favorite times of the year will be all of the holidays. So they have a hard time settling down. They have a fear of being trapped or smothered in a relationship. And if you're involved with the five, just give them a lot of room. That reminds me of Sagittarius's. <laughs> right, sixes, well, they're the nurturers. Now, if they're men, they will be wanting to rescue damsels in distress. If they're women, they will mother the little boy in their men. And they should be the one to manage the company, basically. They have to be running things. If everything goes smoothly, they have to be careful not to ruin it. They will tend to be putting people up on pedestals, which eventually topple and then they're disappointed. Sixes are magnetic. People are very drawn to them. Their moods will affect the whole room. Sevens are a very cerebral number. 
They do not want you to know exactly who they are. They need their privacy. I know that they tend to be very spiritual as well. Now, if you earn a seven's trust, they will confide in you. But if you try to pry, it's it's not going to work. Uh, sevens are loners. They seek the truth and they need to have a strong faith base that they can really embrace. If they do not have faith, they may become cynical and they will actually escape through drugs, alcohol, work, or just geography, getting the flock out of town. They love natural beauty, such as green grass, the ocean, plants, flowers. Being surrounded by nature will give them a strong sense of peace. Eights do not feel safe unless they are financially secure. They won't take your advice. When they make a choice, it has to be their own decision, no one else's. So they will learn the hard way, like all the time. <laughs> they're very honest, but they're also too blunt. They will unintentionally hurt other people's feelings. Although they can sometimes appear insensitive, what's going on inside of them is not insensitive at all because they do feel deeply about everything that goes on in their lives. Nines are natural leaders. People often think that they're in charge, even if they're not. Also, nines tend to be humanitarians, by the way. Uh, she doesn't say that, but I know for a fact. The people that are, like, giving away a lot of money to charity, um, they're just jumping right in with the Red Cross. Those are usually humanitarians. People that will take up uh, uh, their... Um, they'll use their time to take up a cause and fight until that cause is rectified. If something's bad in society, that's a nine. They're natural born leaders. They will take care of everyone else and they will speak up when they need to, when they need to be helped and when they need love and when they need hugs but they often do feel unloved or abandoned by their mother or father and they feel completely responsible for them. It's hard to let go of the past for nines and it's something that they usually have to work on in this lifetime. So yeah, it makes sense. I actually have nines and I have a nine in my chart. So yeah, that makes sense. So, okay. That's pretty much what the numbers are more or less, you know, for every single one of the things I gave you, you can listen to that and kind of get <laughs> your numerology scope, not horoscope, but you know, like your number score scope. Now there are karmic debt numbers. If you came here with a karmic debt and it's absolutely imperative that you live this life out to pay off some extreme karmic debt you will have this number. It's uh, in, as your current debt number. One, four, five, or seven. And again, go to numerologyworks.com with an X, not a KS, but a numerology, W-O-R-X.com to find out about your karmic debt number. I'm going to tell you how quickly, though, to calculate it. Now, you calculate your life path number. And if your life path number, which is your month, your day, and your year, and if your 
if it breaks down to be a one, a four, a five, or a seven, now you've got some karmic debt associated with your life path. Thank God I don't have that. I'm a three. But your four karmic debt numbers might be 13, 14, 16, or 19. And they will break down to four, five, seven, and one. So basically you can apply a karmic debt number to any of the numbers in the numerology numerology chart, such as name numbers, you know, your personality number and the like, but it's more commonly referenced to the life path number. I do have a seven in my chart, so I'm going to check that out later. <laughs> what I have karmic debt in relation to what, uh, so if you go to numerologyworks.com, they have an article on karmic debt number and it will explain to you what those mean and what, you know, like for, like for example, karmic debt number 13, you will become complacent, lazy, pessimistic if you give up too soon. And you can have a lot of challenges. You got to work hard in order to get the great reward. So you have to be focused and constantly in a steady stream of, you know, just diligence because you're going to have unforeseeable, unavoidable hurdles and stumbling blocks and feelings of frustration in your life. And that's all because it's your karmic debt. <laughs> so dang. So you're going to have to work harder if you have 13 as your life path or a four as your life path number. You're going to have to be, you'll reach your goals, but you might have to work twice as hard as everyone else because it's a karma. Now, this was an interesting one for me. There is a thing called the age digit number. This is on worldnumerology.com, which is Hans Decoz's website. Highly recommend booking, bookmarking this one immediately. Okay. He also has a free app that goes along with this and you can go get all of your numerology calculations with this app and it's absolutely free. Absolutely free. <laughs> Heard it after I said it. Okay. So now your age digit is calculated by adding your age before your birthday this year and your age after your birthday this year, add them all together and then reduce it to a single digit. So because I am 50 right now, I will be 51 in August. That's 101. One plus zero plus one equals two. That's the example. So for example, I'm going through a two year, I think, let me see, wait, wait, yeah, that's right. So yeah, cause it says here, if you add 20, so if you're 27, you're going to be 28, that adds up to 55 and then 55 is five plus five equals 10 and one plus zero is one. So age digit year one after you figured out which one you are if you are in a personal year of one it says 
It could be a very difficult time. It will require every bit of drive and courage that you can muster up to get through the year. God, I hope that's not your number. If it is, I'm sorry. I'm giving you extra energy, extra Reiki sent your way immediately. It says, whatever issues are brought to the foreground by your personal year and essence cycle in your numerology chart, this particular age digit of one takes away some of the usual support from friends and family. You have to rely on yourself more and resolve your conflicts. So at the same time, you'll build your self-empowerment and confidence. But the last part of the year will be easier than the beginning part, with the exception being October. And that month will drive a wedge between you and the people you're closest to. But December will be a month of healing. So that's an example of what... <laughs> if your age digit is one... Um, Okay, I'm going to try to get through some of these. I'm not going to go through the whole. Like, these are pretty long. There's like two paragraphs for each age digit on worldnumerology.com. So please go to that website if you're really fascinated by this. Um, so it says like here, for example, age digit two. That's me this year. Uh, it says that May and June will be my most challenging months. Okay. And feels like I'm running out of steam. Yeah, I feel exhausted. That's true. Because it's like I'm constantly, it's like I've been sick and taking care of my kid and also dealing with visa issues as well as making my show every day. So yeah, that's true. Anyway, but that's for me. But for you guys, if you're age digit two, your self-esteem and sense of security is lowered a bit. It'll make you feel a little bit more like a victim. So lies and gossip can wreak havoc on pretty much anything you're dealing with. There is, however... A potential and says don't believe everything you hear always be skeptical I don't even really deal with anything like that so but it says there is a potential make lifelong connections do you hear that twin flame I need to make connections with you this year okay <laughs> back to back to the show <laughs> all right but it says if you're in a year of two you're gonna make new friends so it might be in your professional environment, but it says romance can be confusing and it will be a roller coaster year for the heart. Yay! I love roller coasters. Uh, except when it involves the heart. Okay. Age digit three. If you are in an age digit three year and this is a world year of three, oh my God, you're so lucky. You will be optimistic and have a lot of courage. You're going to have a lot of energy and... You will let's see, get a lot of support. You're going to be very positive and there's going to be a lot of serendipity. A lot of things coming right at the right place, right time, right people at the right time. Boom, boom, boom. Things are going to line up for you. So you're going to be very uh, much upbeat and things will fall into place. If you're age digit four, you are going to have to deal with patience and perseverance and you might have some pretty tough challenges so it's a time to focus and no matter what keep going so you will however have a promise of success and financial reward this year if you're a four in in your age digit year so it says when you work on your foundation Things like home ownership or starting a savings account or establishing a college fund, that's what will happen this year. So the middle part of the year will be difficult, but the later will bring solutions. 
So that's good. If you're in the age digit year of five, eh, there's a tendency to lose control and direction. Ah, ah that's horrible. I'm sorry, fives. Sending you a Reiki too. <laughs> so you're gonna have to learn how to think outside the box and overcome or overcome, overcome senses of chaos. Okay, if you're five, you're an age digit five, you're gonna have chaos. Sorry about that, guys. But it says that you will be getting a boost of energy, and well, you might end up wasting some of your energy and causing yourself unnecessary strain. So you're going to need a little bit of an anchor and it says the last year take part of the year will calm things down a bit. This one's a little bit confusing to me. I don't know. You will be able to work with what you have though. You'll be able to improvise. So yeah, again, sending you guys Reiki. Okay. <laughs> if you are in the age year or age digit of six, this is a well-balanced number normally, but for this year, for the year, it's the opposite. You could be destabilized. You could feel irritated and angry and be drained for the year. Oh my God. I think I'm sending y'all some energy too. <laughs> Reiki for you. You break you all around. In fact, on the upside, if you're six age digit you will find others actually are very supportive and patient with you uh you will have financial improvements promotions opportunities this year and as far as career is concerned it's good good for you yay i withdraw my reiki i'm just kidding just teasing (laughs) all right age digit seven if you have a seven this year well You are more than ready for it, okay? You're going to find yourself taking it easy. More time off. You're going to have an easygoing, relaxed approach for the year, including romance. You're going to be positive and favored. It's going to be a great year for you. And affairs of the heart will play a major role this year if you are living a age-digit seven year. And you're going to be able to filter out all the white noise and focus on what really matters to you. You won't be as social as normal, but you will have a good love life. So yay. Age digit eight. If you are age digit eight this year, uh, it tends to bring every concern that has been hanging around in the wings to find culmination. Oh, wow. So you got to feel more charging capable. You will be dealing with issues that have been kind of not resolved yet. You will be resolving them this year. This is a strong balancing year. You're going to reap what you sow this year. It can be risky financially, so be very careful about making long-term investments or financial obligations that are long-term. Got to be careful around money if you're an eight year this year. But you're going to get both positive and negative during this year. If you're age digit nine, this one's a little bit confusing. It basically says there's more uh, turnarounds and major changes rather than the usual nine traits. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I don't know. That's kind of, sorry about that. It's a little bit confusing. With a nine age digit, unexpected events are likely. In fact, Nothing will go according to how you expect it to. But it is a good year to travel. 
and says if you also have a five personal year, which is different than your age digit year, your personal year again would be your, oh, I didn't go over this yet. It's the day you're born, the month you're born, plus the world year of 2019. And you leave out your birth year. And that's how you find out what personal year you have this year. So it says if you're in a five personal year, but your age digit is nine, it's going to be very hectic, chaotic, and dynamic. Look at what happened during a similar year nine years ago or 18 years ago. It will give you a sense of what you can expect. It won't be the same issues, but the same sense of everything moving too fast for comfort. Well, I hope to God this year is not my... I, when I say age digit for me, I think it is actually a two. I misread it earlier as, as being a nine, and I'm like, ugh. Well, I don't know, nine years ago is when my I got a divorce, fought for 18 months for custody of my kids, and then my husband died. I, like wasted almost two years on dumping a relationship that I didn't have to. It was horrible. So I hope to God that's not your number. But if it is, Reiki, Reiki, Reiki sending to you. So personal years have a different vibration than what I just read to you. That's your uh, age digit year. So, but it's, it, it's pretty similar overall. So Glennis McCants had something very, very interesting about the number eight. So this is what she said on uh, Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie. And she did say this also when Art Bell was still on the show. It was his show originally for like 40 years. She said that there's a financial power behind the number eight. Even if you're not an eight and you're, that's not your focus, but you need more money. She said basically because eight encourages financial securities. She will tell her clients to put an eight in their wallet. Just draw a number eight, like an infinity sign, put that in your wallet or your purse. And next thing you know, you'll probably be getting extra money. You didn't expect. She said that it will increase the prosperity in your lives. It has a vibration and it will attract to it like a magnet money. Okay. So put in your wallet, forget about it. You might want to put an eight up on the wall though, where you pay your bills. Cause that also might help you always have extra money to pay your bills with money left over. You want to let the universe know that you're ready for more financial prosperity in your life. And this is a way that you can let, let the universe know. She also has a affirmation written by Louise L. Hay in the wonderful book, You Can Heal Your Life, which I highly recommend also. I've pur- I purchased this book for myself and I kept finding it in my oldest kid's room. So I ended up buying an extra copy for my oldest kid because this is an incredible book. And I actually ended up, I think for my ex-husband, I bought him one too. This is a, an amazing book. But if you are worried about money, the affirmation about this is I pay my bills with ease and I always have extra money. If you want to use Laurel Langmire's from the secret, she always said money flows to me easily, you know, readily and easily, you know, and mine is money flows to me like water. <laughs> I started saying that and then I thought, Oh gosh, what if I get flooded out? I don't want to get flooded. So maybe I shouldn't say that anymore. 
Okay, don't listen to mine. Listen to them. I pay my bills with ease, and I always have extra money. If you have money for your bills, but you need more money, just say, money flows to me readily and abundantly. Easily and abundantly. Okay. So, now I wanted to talk about what happens if you have toxic numbers in your life. What is a toxic number? If you are a one you will have a natural and easy compatibility with a one, a five or a seven. Now you can kind of though get along with a three or a nine, but then all the other numbers are like an eight is a neutral number for you. Okay. But numbers that will be a challenge and require lots of compromise two, four and six. Okay. If you are a two, you get along with two, four, and eight. You're you're compatible with. It's not an easy natural fit, but you're compatible with three and six, and nine is neutral. What you do not get along with is one, five, and seven. If you are a three, yay, like me, three. <laughs> you will find an easy and compatible natural fit with anyone who is a three, a six, or a nine. But you also get along with one, twos, and fives. And there is no neutral numbers with a three. But the numbers you absolutely don't get along with are four, seven, and eight. It's very challenging and there will be requiring a lot of compromise. <laughs> so I have a seven and a three in my chart. I'm both. So, all right. If you are a four, you get along with two, four, eight. A little bit less so with six and seven. There is no neutral number. And the numbers that are your toxic numbers are one, three, five, and nine. That's if you're a four. Now, if you're a five, it's the same as if you are a one. If you're seven, it's the same as if you are a one. Um, Well, actually, well, fives, you get along with one, five, and seven naturally. You for the little bit less so, threes and nines, your neutral number is eight. Your toxic numbers are two, four, and six. And that's if you're a five. If you're a six, you get along naturally with three, six, and nine. You get along with two, four, and eight. It's not as natural, but you still get along. There's no neutral numbers. And your toxic numbers are one, five, and seven. Now, if you're a seven... One, five, and seven are your natural compatibility numbers, but you still get along with fours. You're neutral with nines. The numbers you're toxic to, two, three, six, and eight. If you are an eight, your your natural, easy fit compatible numbers, two, four, and eight, but you do get along with sixes. Your neutral numbers are one and three, and your toxic numbers are three, seven, and nine. If you are nine, your natural easy fit compatibility numbers are three, six, and nine, but you also still get along with ones and fives and you are neutral with twos and sevens. So it's still okay. But if you're nine, your toxic numbers are four and eight. So what if you are a three and your address adds up to eight. Well, even though eight is money, 
you, it's like a, it's a toxic number for you. So what you need to do is you add whatever number that will create a number that will add up to three to match you. So you feel more comfortable in your home. You add that. So for example, um, eight plus say eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Okay. Eight plus four equals 12. One plus two in the 12 equals three. So if you're a three and your address adds up to an eight, what you want to do is put a four, but four is also a toxic number for you. So you put two twos. So if your address adds up to eight and you're a three and you want to make it more energetically compatible, you put the number uh, 22 or you could do two one two because that's still no it's not two one one would be two plus one plus one so you could come up with something that matches who you are what you want to convey you could do 13 plus eight that still will do the same thing it will neutralize it the eight so it's not toxic for you anymore I hope that was not confusing (laughs) You have to play around with it, but you don't have to worry so much about your, your country, city, province, or state. You have to be a little more concerned about the number of your house. And if there's literally a number on your door, um, especially if you're in an apartment. So like if you are in apartment number six and you are a one, five or a seven, that six is a toxic number for you. So just add a one because six plus one equals seven. And that is compatible with you. So that would be you. So on the back of your door, so on the outside, if you're in an apartment, it says six on the outside, you can't add a number to the outside of the door. You literally go to the store and buy a number and just nail it to the back of your door. If you don't have the money to buy it, just write it on a piece of paper and tape it to your door. It's still a vibration all the numbers contain a vibration and an energy. So I have done this with my mailbox because I lived down the end of a lane and then my house was off of the street, but the mailbox had a number and it was incompatible with me. And I've taped to the upper inside of the mailbox, a number to make it all compatible with me. For example, add up your phone number. If it's toxic for you, and you haven't had good luck since you got that number, change your number, change your phone number. That's easy enough. You know, if you uh, have not, say you got a phone number that's toxic to you and you put out business cards and nothing is happening, on the back of your business card, write a number that would make that number less toxic for you. If you have an apartment number that has a B, I mean a letter and a number, For example, I live in B1, as in B1 with the universe. Yay! B equals 2, and then 1, which equals 3, which is perfect for me. So play around with numerology. I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to have a great deal of fun with it. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Metaphysical Soul Speak. Feel free to write, comment, or give me ideas for upcoming shows at metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com. Send me a voice message if you want to be played on the air. 
That's at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for spending your nights with me. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for all the love. I've gotten a lot of emails and text messages, even messages on Facebook lately. I do have a Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast page on Facebook. If you want to check it out, it's just another way to see uh, shows I've done. Thank you so much for everything. Follow me on Twitter or Instagram at mermaidgirl888. All right, that's it for me. (laughs) I am now done. I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, guys. Peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.